If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Before I start reading today's episode, I have a few shoutouts to give and a few questions to answer. So my shoutouts, sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, are to Elise Godar, Mia Noyce, Lucy Orner, and Nookboy. And I've also been having a few questions sent to me through the Q&As that I've been sending out. If you have a question, please ask me it through my email, unless you like physically can't email me, then send it through the Q&A, but it's really hard to find them. Because I have to like scroll through all the, I have to scroll through all the answers to find your question, and also for the Q and A's, if you know the answer, please don't put the answer, uh, like the the answer to the question, because it ruins it for other people, and I can't pin your reply. And there's some people who have been like, well, I've got a hint, but some of your hints are like really specific, and so it like automatically tells you. So I, w- I haven't been able to pin any of the hints either. But here are the questions that I did find. Um, a lot of uh, so few people have been asking, are you going to submit a question for every um, chapter? And yes, they will normally be about what happened in the chapter and something predicting to the future. Like last chapter is, who do you think they will pick as queen or something like that? But if I can't think of one, sometimes they will just be general. Like, who's your favorite character? Or what's your favorite movie? Or what's your favorite book of the series if you've had read them? Or what's your favorite book so far? Um... And then someone asked, who is your favorite character of these five books that I've read? Uh, Glory, she's my favorite character. She's really sassy, and I like how she just kind of does her own thing. Um, someone asked, have you read all the books? I have read all the books. I've read all the legends, and I've read all the winglets. So there, And I have all the books like with me at my house, so I, don't have to, I won't have to skip over a book because I don't have it. And I've had like, a lot of people ask, are you going to read Moon Rising? And yes, I am, but it's book six, so I need to finish this book, and then I will read it, because there are a few people who are, like, listening to my podcast, and they've not not read the book, so it'd be kind of confusing if I just stopped now and moved to book six. And then I've had a lot of people ask, how do you make a podcast? How do you make your podcast? So I use an app and a website called Anchor. It is made by Spotify, um, and it's completely free. If you want to look it up, it's anchor.fm anchor like just a ship's anchor and if you want to look it up as like as an app it's just anchor um and it lets you create free podcasts your first episode it gives you step by step of how to make it it explains every little thing uh it's super easy you can earn money off of it you can distribute it not only to like it'll automatically go to spotify but you can also submit it to like google podcasts and all those other podcasting stations Um, Yeah, it's super easy to use. So if you want to create your own podcast, look up anchor.fm. And if there's any other specific questions, like once you're on it, just email me and I'll answer the best I can because I still don't know everything about it. Um, But yeah, if there's any more questions, please email me or try not not to send it through a Q&A. But if you have to, uh, please do. Thank you.
Chapter 24, Wings of Fire, The Brightest Night Night had fallen, and the sky was full of dragons. That was the first thing Sunny noticed when she stepped out of the tunnel onto the desert sands. The air crackled with the sound of wing beats and the smell of fire. Dragons soared over like a million bats, sinister shapes silhouetted across the moon. It was time. This was the night. All three Sandling sisters would be in the same place for the first time since the war began. If they show up, Sunny thought. She glanced at the night sky again. It certainly seems like every other dragon in Pyuria might be here. And it was easier to see them than it should have been because of the mystery orb in the sky. It hadn't gotten bigger and brighter every night, and now it was the same size as the other three moons, two of which were full. Between the three of them filling the sky, it looked like another brightest night. A new brightest night when there shouldn't have been one for another 94 years. If that's not an omen, what is? She, had, she hadn't said that to her friends, though. She knew they'd roll her eyes at her with the whole idea of destiny and omens. But still, the third uncanny moon in the sky made her feel somehow a little more hopeful, like maybe things would be alright. The way she used to feel when she thought about the prophecy. Sunny climbed up to the ridge overlooking the stronghold and stood between two cacti gazing down at it. The long black structure, all, all shadows in the moonlight, was vast and forbidding, even from a distance. And she still had nightmares about that weirdling tower. She couldn't imagine stepping back inside there of her own free will. But that's exactly what she was about to do. The sounds of shifting sands behind her signaled the arrival of her friends, and Sunny turned to see Clay, then Tsunami, then Starfight, then Fate Speaker emerge from the tunnel. Fate Speaker glanced at the desert, at the way the sand seemed to run all the way to the edge of the sky. She shuddered. This place is freaky, she whispered. Starfight, I don't think it's safe here. Shouldn't you stay behind? Starfight shook his head. No, I have to be here. I'm not missing this, even if I can't see it. He had been practicing with Tarman, the blind rhyming, all week, how to fly without someone guiding him, how to sense unexpected obstacles, and most of all, how to ask for help. Sunny slid down the hill to them and brushed Starfight's wings with hers to let him know she was there. He leaned toward her, touching the bandage on his eye. What is it? Fitzpaker asked, staring up at the moon. Starfight, why is there a fourth moon? Sunny had already described it to him, although his explanation... Sunny had already described it to him, although his explanation didn't make all that much sense to her. I think it's more like a comet than a moon, Starfight said to Fate Speaker. I remember a scroll that mentioned something like that in the, in the sky hundreds of, hundreds of years ago. Maybe. Maybe it circles around and only comes back every thousand years or so. Have you noticed the earthquakes? I think they might be caused by, a com- by the comet. The ground trembled quietly under them the way it had several times in the last few days. Sunny dug her claws into the sand, sand, glancing up at the sky, at the stars. But it's not going to, like, land on us or anything, right? Fate's figure said. Because it sure looks like it's gone bigger. I think it might, I think maybe it's going to fall on us. Ooh, I think I might be having a vision. Stop that, Starfight said, smacking her gently with his wings. You know those powers aren't real. Your visions are just your imagination. Fate Speaker shot him a very indignant look that he luckily couldn't see. I know that's what Stone Mover said, but I think it doesn't apply to me. My visions are totally real, and when the Moon Comet thing crushes us all, everyone will be sorry for not listening to me. 
All right, he answered. We'll see. Where's Glory? Sidomi asked, coming back from scouting the top of the dunes. Right behind us, said Clay, and he jumped out of the way as more dragons started coming out of the tunnel. It was strange to know that all these dragons were rainwings, but to see instead of skywings but to see instead skywings and nightwings and mudwings. Gloria had decided to bring fifteen rainwings long, to be voices for peace if necessary, and to be dangerous venom spitting back 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 up if really necessary. She decided it would be safer for her dragons if they came in disguise. The camouflage scales made them anonymous bystanders. Those three tribes were the easiest disguise. No poison tails, web talons, or serrated claws among them. There were five actual Nightwings as well, plus Deathbringer, who refused to stay behind and let Glory go without him. But you could be useful here, Glory had argued back in the rainforest. You could keep an eye on the Nightwings for me. I'd rather keep an eye on you, he retorted, and on, the, and on all the dragons you're about to go chat with who literally want to kill you. Hey, that's how I met. That's how you and I met, Gloy said. Maybe I'll charm them out of this idea too. I'm not quite sure. Charm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Charm is quite the word I'd use. He mused and got a squat on his nose as a thank you. But she let him select five nightwings he thought were more trustworthy than the rest, so that the tribe would be represented at this gathering. Sunny thought that was probably a good idea, although she was still having trouble forgiving the black dragons for all their lies. Mangrove and Grandeur had been left in charge of everyone while they were gone. The five dragonets climbed up to stand on the ridge, surveying the stronghold below and the clouds of the dragons who were already standing on it. What if they start fighting? Fatesfigure asked suddenly. All of these dragons from different tribes who've been at war for so long? What if something happens and they start trying to kill each other? Sunny curled her tail around her talons. What an awful thought that hadn't even occurred to her. It'd be a huge battle, Deathwinger said. That might end the war itself. With hundreds of more dead dragons, Sunny said. No, that's not all right. We'll stop them if we have to. Right, Tsunami said. By asking nicely, is that the plan? You'd be surprised how effective asking nicely can be, Sunny said. Maybe if you'd ever tried, you know. Yowch, Glory said with a grin, and Tsunami glared at both of them. Well, let's get down there before anything happens, Clay suggests. Before we go, Sunny said, turning to her friends, I just, I want to let you guys know that I love you, and I don't regret anything that happened to us. I'm not mad about the fake prophecy or the talent stainless, because without all of that, I wouldn't have grown up with you. And you're more important to me than anything. You're my brothers and sisters. You're my real family. So it was worth, no, it was worth it, no matter what. Aww, Clay said, pulling her into his wings for a fierce hug. Uh-oh, Glory said, mushy speech. We're all going to die, aren't we? She means she loves you, too, Tsunami translated, dragging Sunny away from Clay so she could hug her as well. And so do I. Me, too, Starfight said quietly, and they all wrapped their wings around him together. Sunny felt the sidey curve of his shoulder pressing against her snout and smelled the herb in his bandage on his eyes. Poor Starfight, is that enough of an answer for him? I do love him, but like a brother, I wish I felt more. There wasn't time to say anything. It was almost midnight. They leapt into the sky, soaring down toward the stronghold with the raimings and nightwings streaming out behind them. From above, as they approached, Sunny could see that the courtyard looked deserted. The monument of Queen Oasis was a tower of darkness, rejecting the moonlight and casting a long shadow across the sand circle around it. The soldiers' barracks were empty. The, flight, the flat white stones stretched blank, 
blank plate, glowing as if they were made of the same stuff as the weird moon. Fire flickered from torches that sat in the courtyard like claws. What if they don't come? The dragons who had flown in to watch were gathered all along the walls, wing to wing. They torn out the head on spikes and dropped the gruesome trophies onto the sand below, making room for hundreds of spectators instead. It was hard to tell which tribe was which in the silvery moonlight. All the dragons seemed to have scales of silver and black and gray, but Sunny was pretty sure she could spot sea wings sitting next to mud wings, ice wings beside sky wings, and sand wings and night wings and rain wings, barely a few claws from one another. That's what I really want, Sunny thought. Our prior were all dragons in the sea that were basically the same, no, ma- no matter what kind of natural weapons we hatch with or don't hatch with, just for some of us. A prior where it doesn't matter what tribe you're from because you all, you can you can have friends from any tribe like us. As her gaze scanned the wall, she spotted familiar salmon scales and her heart squeezed happily. Thorn was here, along with six claws and Kibli. No doubt more out claws. Even if everything went horribly, Sunny had the strange warm feeling that her mother would care about her and want to know her whether or not she saved the world. Sunny was surprised to find herself thinking, Maybe there's better than a prophecy maybe that's better than a prophecy and a great destiny. But I still have to save the world right now, in fact. She was on one side of Starflight with Fate Speaker on the other. They guided him down to the sand, and Sunny heard Fate Speaker describing the scene for him in a whisper. Clay thudded down next to her and sneezed as sand went up his nose. Tsunami and Glory arrived without Deathbringer, who had been sent to the walls along the dragon dragons they'd brought with him. Sunny was a little surprised that Deathbringer had agreed to be that far away from Glory, but she glanced at the determined look on Glory's face and figured she wouldn't have argued with that either. Glory herself was disguised as a skywing. Red and gold scales rippled along her wings. Ironic, right? She said, lashing her crimson tail. Now at least I look like I belong in the prophecy. And judging by the murmurs coming from above, the audience was thinking the same thing. The five dragonettes, Sunny thought. As Mars here foretold, here we are, prophecy or no prophecy. Now, where are those queens who blister and blaze and burn? A rumbling growl came from the dark entrance to the old palace, and burn stepped out into the moonlight.